could it be that mm. uh in the church sometimes mm. when truth has spoken to you you take it hard because you take it from the stand of you are judging me yes and i mean everyone everyone but everyone. yet in the non-religious setting it's more like okay this is just your opinion Hello, 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 and welcome to Answer with the Answers. This is PG. And I'm PH. Can you believe it's episode six already? We are ready to go, wow. number six. six. And if you're ready, we are ready. And today, we're dealing with truth. You know, Pilate was asked a question. Mm -hmm. Jesus was talking to Pilate. Okay. And in sharing truth and wisdom to him, Pilate asked a question. What is truth? Yes. And so today, we are dealing with hard truth yes. in other words there are some truth that you wish it was not truth but it is truth that's right and so the scripture says you will know the truth and the truth will set you free so we're going to talk about practical hard truth yes. that you wish you had known before you wish you can obey yes. you wish you can go with it it's right. so hard to go or follow Right. But um, we're going to discuss it and we believe it's going to be helpful to you. It will be helpful to you because when, to your point, when you know the truth and you receive the truth and walk in the truth, then there will be a setting free. I believe certain people know the truth, but they choose not to walk in that truth. So the truth you wish you knew is what we're going to discuss. So you're going to start it off? Go with number one. Okay. So I think uh, I'm going to talk first about certain truths concerning people when it comes to their work with God as it relates to their truth, the experiential truth, and the principal truth. So what I mean is that, let's take, for instance, the truth about when I'm dating a person. Okay. Is it okay to kiss? Is it okay to go to certain limits without actually sleeping with them? Certain people, their truth is so far as we don't sleep together, I'm not sinning. Then there is the principal truth of what the Bible talks about. Okay. So how do you really differentiate between your truth and the heart truth and the truth that is based on the word of God? All and right. which one is truth? Go ahead. That's what we're waiting for you. So <laughs> which one are you dealing with, number one? I'm dealing with gray areas as it relates to certain behaviors in, in your walk with God. If it's not biblical, but it's morally right, is it truth or is it a gray area truth? Or is it my conviction that makes it truth? Whenever we deal with gray areas, it, that is where value systems and uh, yeah. uh, traditionalism okay. and uh, maturity comes in. Mm -hmm. So usually when you're dealing with gray areas, you're talking about the things that you deem as wrong but some people, for example, let me give you an example. You know, growing up in certain kind of churches where literally you have to dress to cover everywhere. Right. And I remember one day you asked me a question. How about that person that grew up and they can go to the beach and wear bikini right. and they don't see anything wrong with it. True. And, and to them, it is just, they just in the beach, just enjoying life. Right. But just because your tradition or your growing up has taught you that you must covered from top to down, all of a sudden, when you see that person wearing bikini in the 
at the poolside that's a sin to you? So then what you're saying <laughs> is that based on traditional and values mm -hmm. is what shape people's truth. Okay, see the scripture that says not all things are permissible. That's right. Right? So why don't you use that biblical principle to help our viewers understand the value of permissible things and spiritually based truth things. Okay. Because the example that you gave, it's, it's a good one. How I'm brought up shapes my value of truth and okay. what I deem truthful. But there is only one truth. We just Correct. want to establish that today. There is only one truth mm -hmm. and that truth is Christ and Christ is the word. And so what we are dealing with today, at the end of the day, the foundation of the truth is that Christ is the truth. And that is ultimate truth. And right. I totally agree with you because it's the way, the truth and the life. So but what we I are agree. dealing with today and yeah. the things we are discussing is that what are some of the things that some may deem as a sin or on a it's not acceptable. Okay. But... So let's talk about drinking. Okay. Drinking. Okay. What are your take on drinking for a believer? Uh, if that is all their lives, they lived in a home that it's not frowned upon. Um, they never saw any negative effect of drinking. Now they are believers. They work in the church. They are serv they service the service no they don't service they give their service <laughs> to the lord mm -hmm. right and the issue of drinking comes up and they are to now give their intake on it so so what 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 would be that i will use myself or use the bible that i have learned as a pastor i will definitely not encourage drinking 100 percent and the truth is that as a pastor and as a leader and someone that I've seen what drinking, I've never seen anyone. Mm -hmm. I've never seen anyone that has been drinking that it has ended well. Now, of course, some people have different level of tolerance. Right. But almost most of the people that I knew started drinking, especially those, I know I understand that people have their understanding of drinking. Mm -hmm. Some will say that, you know what, I just want to use my wine as my foretaster before my meal. Some will say that, you know what. So my question I always say is that, okay, your wine is at this level of percentage. Mm -hmm. Their vodka is at this level of vodka uh, percentage. percentage. So then at the end of the day, maybe your strength, it's not their strength. Right. But one thing is that, if you go through the Bible, in my I've done the studies in the Bible, and there is not an area in the Bible in my studies that taught me that drinking makes greatness. That's right. What I That's found right. out that anytime the king would talk about drinking, it talked about destroying a home, it yeah. talked about destroying life, yeah. it talked about destroying health, it talked about destroying family, mm -hmm. it talked about destroying family uh, society. There are areas in the scriptures where drinking is taught to bring merry, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's taught to bring merry. In other words, it is able to bring in a, in a form of celebration. Mm -hmm. However, majority of the scriptures, when you read it, drinking leads to these kind of things. And so what I would say is that I never encourage drinking because it can start, because all it starts is just having fun. Right. You never thought that you can push yourself to that level. Mm -hmm. It's like drinking, smoking, and doing all of that stuff. Right. And by the time you realize you've gone far. 
And, and I agree with all the points you made. And I think even when I look at my background and the values of where I came from, I saw great men being destroyed by mm -hmm. the sheer fact of drinking. It started as a social drinking. And then before you know, um, money that was saved for certain projects in the family was now used to 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 buy alcohol for the pleasure of that individual mm -hmm. which then neglects the collective goal of the family so there mm -hmm. is the destruction i think another thing that if we need to extend the whole idea of drinking to even drugs what alcohol does is it alter your ability to think straight mm -hmm. okay that's why even in canada's laws if you drink don't drive mm -hmm. because your judgment is impaired and wow. anyone whose judgment is impaired you don't you are not number one in control and the mm. holy spirit one of the fruits is self-control wow. the ability to be able to be calm and to control yourself mm -hmm. and to not be all over the place so what i believe when we're talking about hard truth in, as regards to drinking and alcohol is that it alter your ability to think straight to reason straight and for a season that you have prayed for now you get to the place and you begin to act a fool That's because right. your judgment is impaired and and what it further does to a person it delays you in achieving that which you're called to achieve wow. you know one of the right? things i would say at ph is when we discuss the concept or the light habit of drinking one of the things we can i mean we can quote scriptures over and over but because right. we're having just a real talk right one of the things i will say is the fact that it it, it controls your mood yes right? it does and most of the yeah. time, I won't, I mean, I've talked to so many people mm -hmm. with their reasons as to why mm -hmm. they drink. Mm -hmm. And I've realized that the majority of people, they are escaping, it's, an, mm -hmm. it's their way of escaping right. realities of life. <laughs> and, and Which I've never understood that statement. So you escape the reality, but you're still in reality. Well, what it is, is that to them, it's not, but um, those that are around, can, they, they can give you reasons yeah. why. And they can give you truth from their perspective as to why they do what they do. The other thing that I will say is that just understanding that from a, a believer's perspective, your body is the temple of the Holy yes, Spirit. And this Holy Spirit who wants to use this body to do great things and change kingdoms and change people is in you. And I'm, I'm just basically, you are drunk or... And people will say, you know, I just drink a little bit. I don't just mm -hmm. go, don't get drunk. I've realized that all oh, is that is one. One, and then and then you you push yourself, right. or it takes yourself, and and the next you know, it impairs your thinking. That's right. And the fact that it is called spirit, <laughs> that alone is a whole me. topic. It's a spirit, right? I'm going to bring the scripture relating to the heart truth. Okay. Right? So First Corinthians chapter 10, 23, 24. Says, Read it. I have the right to do anything. Mm -hmm. You do have the right to do anything. That's right. Because God does not even impose his will on your will. There you okay. Go. You say, but not everything is beneficial. Yeah. So you can choose to say that there's certain truth I wish I knew. Mm -hmm. And I had the right to, to wireless. I had the right to do whatever I want. But not everything is beneficial to you. So just because you have the right to plot to do evil, the effect and the result of that evil thing is not beneficial. Right. So when you're looking at hard truth, you have to get to the point that the end result is it beneficial to me or who is it going to benefit? 
That's right. Right. When you get to the place where you look at hard truth, whatever, mm. whether it is drinking, smoking, sleeping around, uh, doing uh, things that are contrary to the word, you really you do have the right. But is it beneficial? And the benefit in the long run, to your point, will it cause harm? And then the verse 24 says, um, I have the right. Okay, but not everything is constructive. Verse 24, no one should seek their own good, right. but the good of others. And that is the most important yes. thing because we don't live for ourselves. That's right. And because we don't live for ourselves, we're in this forever. Can you imagine? And I want to share this to that one watching that is saying, you know, I just only do this for fun. Mm -hmm. Isn't it amazing that society frowns on it? Even mm -hmm. just the fact that you're, 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 you're driving or yeah. you're a family person. Right. I've seen how this drinking has done to mm -hmm. families. Oh, yes. I've seen it's families break down. I've seen children abused. I've yeah. seen men or women who were doing well and the things they've worked for mm -hmm. has been taken from them because they could not control themselves. And all it did was that it started as a social drinking or right. lifestyle. And so if maybe you find yourself in it and you're just doing it for fun, we just want to encourage you and let you know that you are treading on a step that really, really has caused damage to many people. Right. Great men and great women have been destroyed by this thing and you don't want to be the next one. And you don't want to be the next one. And we're not coming from a place of judgment we're talking about hard truth and the scripture is saying that you do have the right to do what you want. I mean, you can do whatever you want to do. And that you is why. to jump from the Tower of CN Tower. You do have the right. That's right. But is it beneficial? So you, mm. as a wise person growing up in society, thinking of the good of others, not only for yourself, you always have to think about the end goal. See, when people lack or avoid thinking of the end goal, right. that's when you become selfish. Wow. You're not thinking of others. So then you need to get back and retrace your steps and say that this decision, whether whatever gray area that I'm threading or whatever mm. thing that I don't understand, is the end goal beneficial or would it be harmful? Wow. And know, when you're able to answer that question, it will actually help you from the beginning of that behavior. We were supposed to deal with so almost 10 gray areas, but it looks like well, just this topic alone right. is taking a lot of time because... It, many, can people apply are or, many people are struggling with it, including believers. Mm -hmm. And many people, even the principle we're talking about, you can apply it in every area of your life. Mm -hmm. Even overspending, mm -hmm. right? You can apply it in overspending. You can apply it in easily getting angry. Okay. What is the end result? Is okay. it beneficial, right? Okay. You have the right to go around giving people a piece of your mind. Right. But is it really beneficial to what you normally say? Mm. After you've given everyone a piece of your mind, your mind <laughs> don't have much the else brain to is give. Almost gone. So this this hard truth really can be used and can be applied on different areas in, in people's lives. So wow. that's what that's what so I So that was good. That was good. Yes. So we dealt with uh, hard truth concerning drinking. And so we can deal with it in in sex before really sex before marriage. Oh, that's we, a big one. We too. can deal with yeah. it sex goes, before marriage, yeah. kissing before marriage, right. uh, touching, crossing, doing whatever you want to do. These are all even birth controls. Like people have a big thing on birth control. God says we should we should <laughs> be fruitful and multiply. Be and multiply. <laughs> so they don't want to use. Uh, wisdom plan, and plan but the truth of the matter is if you always let the scripture become your guiding light is it beneficial yes you have the right to have 20 children is it beneficial that you're going to have enough time 
to raise these kids in the fear of the Lord? Do you even have time to spend quality time with them, mm. right? Uh, you will have to buy multiple cars. That means if you're taking family trips, some will be with mom, some will be with dad, and who are the rest going to be with? I mean, I right? think, so I the think beneficial for, part. For, for most of these things, they, 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 we, we, we only believe and pray that people will use wisdom. divine wisdom right. to manage it. Because, right. I mean, if you want to have children as many as you and want and you have you have the right mm -hmm. to do it yeah. right but yeah. if the scripture is your guiding light in terms of in all the hard truth area mm -hmm. what is the beneficial like right. what what is the benefit not what is the beneficial what is the benefit of you know this, I, want, right? I want us to i want us to go on the other side as okay well. and uh and the one a truth that i want us to deal with is do i still pay my tithe when i'm paying down my debt Okay. All right. So that is a good one. I think that one is based on spiritual preference and spiritual principle. Okay. And when I say spiritual preference versus spiritual principle is there is a truth in the word of God concerning tithes and offering. That is okay. a principle mm -hmm. that the Lord has instituted and mm -hmm. his expectations are for us to obey his word. Right. Then there are people that say, I know the word. I believe the word, but where I find myself now, I'm going to prefer something that will fit my lifestyle. Okay. So, so what I will say yeah. in answering that question is, for example, the same thing like you said, whilst the earth remains, sea time and harvest will never mm -hmm. cease. Uh, principles of God doesn't change. Right. And so it doesn't change based on circumstances. Mm -hmm. Now, people do use their own preferences, like you said, and their own way of doing things and right. then they answer that question what i say is most of the time we have to understand the honoring of god in the season of hardship the honor of god in the season of hardship it's always probably the main reason why one is actually in that hardship it may not be always but most of the time the most important thing is that the faithfulness mm -hmm. is what brings you out. out right. God is the one that honors with that fruitfulness after one has obeyed him mm -hmm. in principles. Right. And so his word is that we obey in principle. The principles in good, in bad, in hard time. Right. Mm -hmm. That we obey him and honor him. The, the, the giving of the tithe or the honoring of God of the tithe it's actually not the concept of the money, but it's the concept of obedience, the obedience right. and obeying the mm -hmm. principle of God. Right. So if money becomes the reason why one is not honoring God, then one did not understand the principle, the principle. already. Right. And so the hard truth is that once one makes up their mind that I am obeying this God, mm -hmm. it is in the good, in the bad, and in the hard time and as you continue to obey what it does is number one it, it, it heals you and it delivers you from the system of greed that's one of the things tithe yeah. does is it takes you away because now you are able to say lord the hundred you gave me i can give you the 10 and i'll manage on the 90. number two it teaches you that and this is what i've learned it teaches you that one way or the other you have or you are overspending right or you are living above 
what you are supposed to live in that season. Right. And that is the hardest truth mm-hmm. that believers really don't want to listen to or adhere to. Right. That if one is not able to honor God with a 10, chances are they are living above their means. Yeah. And, and I, I think one of the things we need to also remind our viewers is that the Holy Spirit is a spirit of truth. Mm-hmm. And when you are struggling in one area to accept a hard truth mm-hmm. and you humble yourself and you go to him and ask him to teach you and to soften your heart and bring wisdom in that area, mm-hmm. he's able to actually break it down in the language you understand and you wow. can appreciate because mm-hmm. he knows your level of obedience to God. He knows right. what you can handle. He knows that when you see someone that is prosperous telling you to give their tithes, from your perspective, you're like, well, you have more than enough to pay your tithes. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for you to say that. But when the Holy Spirit's now have you in a place and now he's breaking down the principle of why the Lord asked you, it is easy for you to now accept it because that is the spirit of truth. Right. So I believe that uh, most of the hard truth, the answers lies, number one, in the word of God. The answers also lie within yourself so far as you're willing to accept the conviction of God. That's and right. also the answer lies in the mouth of your leaders, your pastor that he has placed on your life. Because the Bible says they are to teach you the word of God, to teach you wisdom. So I think in humility, to accept a hard truth is to say, I don't have the answer. Where do I go to find this answer? And is this answer biblically based? And how can or is I be it helped? My, my preference. And, and, and that is why, helped, right? and one of the things I would say, PH, is that that is why hard truths are actually hard. It is hard. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I had to accept a hard truth about working with people many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. And the hard truth was that I was hard on people. Mm-hmm. And in my eyes, I'm like, no, I'm not. So I think after you hear it after a number of times and you take a step back, and I think I asked you and you were being so nice about it to say, well, there is a way you can frame your words. There's a way you can present your information. And I went back and I wasn't upset. I said, you know what? This is a hard truth. In, still, initially, still, you still, didn't want to accept. Initially, yeah, I still didn't. I still didn't <laughs> accept it right away. And that is the truth about hard truth. You, if it's easy, it's painful, if it's right? truth, it's truth. But see, when you allow the hard truth to marinate for a while, and then it's it makes painful. sense, and the Lord breaks it down, now you're like, you know what? This was a hard truth, but now it's become a principle that I walk in. Question: Right? How about hard truth in relationships? Hard truth. So, for example, mm-hmm. you're going out with this person mm-hmm. and you've seen a very truth that if you know, if you talk to them about it, they're going to break they're up gonna with you? They're going to be break up or oh, they're going to no. run out. <laughs> so, how do you deal Ooh. with it? So, so for example, I had a, I had mm-hmm. a, a person come to me and say, Pastor, I'm going out with this person and I'm not, I love everything about them, but I'm not able to handle the way their mouth, like they need a mouthwash. Like bad breath. Yes. Oh, now that and, is the uh, hard truth. And, uh, and I remember, I remember we had to use wisdom. And, and by the way, by the time we handled it, it was, you know, it went out well because uh, <laughs> wisdom, was, wisdom was, was used. Because most of the time, how you tell how truth yes. will either come from a place of I'm here to care well, or I'm, to I'm just you. this. Yeah all this good person and I know everything and I, you are this and I am that. 
But if you come from a place, and I always tell couples that if you are sharing hard truth, come from a place of suggestion. I agree. I agree. But I also believe that the world as a whole mm -hmm. has become super sensitive. It's so things. true. It's the, so true. The, the world has become so super sensitive that even. So, what are even, some of the things people have become so sensitive about? I think right people now? have become super sensitive about their mental health. Okay. Well, that it's, one is. No, is, no, no. Uh, in, the, in the sense that when you're talking to me, mm -hmm. take into consideration my entire emotion. Okay. And the truth what does that is, mean? that means that consider, have I eaten? Do I have a place to live? Am I'm not I your chef. Like, am I your chef? That's what it is. So, so it means that, please, when you are approaching me, mm -hmm. make sure you know who you are approaching, right? But, and the truth, the hard truth is, I don't know who I'm approaching okay. because I'm not God. Okay. Right? So it's like, how many leaders? Mm -hmm. I saw in the United Nations recently, one of the United Nations a secretary made a comment and another country took offense to it. And then when you read the context, that's not what he meant. But of course the news have run with it and now it's causing that country so many sanctions. Why? Because people know how to take sound bites and change it into something else. I believe that we're seeing it in okay. leadership. We're seeing it even in the church. How many times do you want to correct someone and they quit church? So pastors now are avoiding correcting people. Okay. Hard truth makes hard people okay you know what i mean That's when cool. you want to be valuable to god and mm. to be a person that is prudent in society you must be able to walk in hard truth and say this indeed is not helping me and i need to change and not to be super sensitive about it now sensitivity doesn't mean disrespect okay. there's two different things so in a relationship or in any form of uh, union, right? It's almost like you have to walk on eggshell to even ask someone, can I please use this cup to drink water? Okay. Now, from the time I got to watch that, then you know what happens? And this is what's happening in the world and we don't know. People then say, because I want to avoid walking on eggshell, I'm not going to deal with this individual. Okay. So you have relationship that does not actually exist because... People have checked out in the relationship. So you think we're eating together, but I'm actually not with you. Okay. Because if I bring something up, to your point, you're going to be super sensitive. You're going to quit. You're going to threaten things on me. So guess what? We just are going to pretend everything is fine. But that is not the real world. So now, how do we, how do we, as we deal with this, with those that are watching and they have maybe friends or people around them that right. are, maybe sensitive or right. they're in relationship that mm -hmm. they have important things to deal with mm -hmm. but they are not able to deal with how do we really what kind of wisdom can we give that okay i have this friend i want to deal with it this way mm -hmm. i have so if you have something and you want us to help you to maybe you can put something in the comments yes, let us can. know and let us know what are some of the hard truth you had to face right. or some of the hard truth that you had to deal with concerning family i mean as simple as family, people, oh, yes. people are really, really, I Super mean, sensitive. I mean, and I want to really bring it up, even in, in sexual orientation, in money management, mm -hmm. in mental health, in, in, in denominations, right. in, in religion, right. in faith. People are super, super sensitive in such a way that what is truth will literally explode before your very eyes. And I really think the root cause of it is deception. Okay. And, and, and I say deception because if I'm able to give you what is not hard truth just to please you, I've lied to you. 
Okay. So in order for me to please you, I have to sugarcoat something just to break it out. There is wisdom in being all things to all men according to Paul. So you can mm-hmm. win all men to Christ. Right. There is that side. And then there is the side of the wisdom. The Bible says, when you get there, I will show you and teach you what to say. Mm-hmm. There is the wisdom that you walk into God. I'm dealing with five different men from different continents and the goal hey. is peace. No, not that you're in a relationship. No, 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 no. This is a business deal. Well, we no, wanted no, no. to know. We wanted oh, okay. to know because no, no. this, is a business this deal. person, so, I want to know. I no, want to know who no, that no, person no. is. So, like five people. The whole team's like, H, no. No, so I'm talking about you in a business meeting. You have five different personalities. Uh, some are super sensitive. Some are IT. Some are engineers. So different personalities. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to bring out one goal. Mm-hmm. You definitely need the wisdom of God, but at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you want to make sure that your your end goal is met. Mm-hmm. And your end goal sometimes can be met can be met when you put on the hard truth and deliver it as is. Okay, that's good. Now, what I would say just to add to it is right. we are giving and I want to give maybe a, a steps or one or two wisdom. We are giving a wisdom strategy in the scriptures mm-hmm. and the bible says that you you have to let your speech be seasoned with salt correct uh and so one of the ways that you deal with people concerning whatever that you issue that comes up is the mm-hmm. ability to analyze the situation mm-hmm. uh there are times the greatest truth that you can share to a person in a moment mm-hmm. is the truth of silence. That is a big one. Right. That, there that, are times that the greatest really truth you can share that is with really someone good. in a moment is the truth of silence. silence. I like that. And yeah. and that silence is not the fact that you are ignoring, but it is that point they are not ready to hear truth. Oh, and he uses that on me quite a bit, actually. <laughs> like, there's so many times I will go with him with a situation and mm-hmm. I have literally spilled out like... 10 chapters of what I'm talking about and he'll just look at me and smile. And I usually walk away feeling like, I don't think he understood me. (laughs) But now I've lived with you long enough to know that I wasn't ready to hear the truth. Right. But usually when with time, I come back and I'm like, oh, I get it. And and it's not even a sign that you know much. It's just that it's a sign that you respect the person so much that at that point, Rather than bringing issues up that can cause them to go from A to maybe Z, mm-hmm. you can wait for a moment right. that that they are able to handle. And, and this can be one of the wisest moments yeah. for couples, yeah. right? Because the fact that you want to say something and you want to say it now, you know, some people say stuff like, I want to say it and get it off my chest. What about getting off your chest and killing another one? Oh my goodness. Right. That's, that's and so good. most yeah. of the time, that's a hard the ability right to analyze the situation, analyze the person and be able to also not only because one of the greatest truth mm-hmm. that our generation need to learn is what we call and Maybe one of these days we deal with this, what we call emotional intelligence. Oh, that's a big one. The yeah. ability to analyze mm-hmm. the emotional intelligence at that place. Right. And then deal with it so that by the time you're done, the truth it's um, can be taken. From a bite and of course, point of view, right? the truth also has a way of 
separating truth from different bites that you, one right. can eat. So as we wrap up, I mm. think one observation I have made, and I don't mm. know if this will be observation as well, people choose where they handle hard truth. Yes. People can go to work mm -hmm. and their superiors or their bosses will bring a hard truth and say, hey, we're cutting production to 50%. We're going to lay off 100 people. It's a hard truth. It's reality. They come home and they don't quit. They don't insult the boss and they still get up and go to work the next morning. People can be in a relationship and their, their significant others will bring a hard truth. And the next thing they know, they're quiet. They don't want to talk to them for like 10 days. 10 days. Somebody wow. can also bring a hard truth from a family member and they will literally cut off the family member for life. Right. So it means that when it doesn't benefit you, you don't call it hard truth. Hmm. You call it I'm being attacked. Okay. That's right. That's but good. then when it will benefit you all of a sudden, oh, this is a good hard truth. So it's the personality of human beings, the ability to choose and pick what we name. Wow. So it goes back to first Corinthians, the scripture we read, you have the right to accept it, mm -hmm. but is it beneficial to you? Wow. And also the 24 says, think of the good of others and not just the good yourself. of others. Right? Let me maybe yeah. try and wrap it up yes. with um, as someone that has dealt with and have the opportunity to deal with people from corporate, from non-profit, for profit, mm. from work environment. Uh, what you're saying also can be true. And, mm -hmm. and, and because we get to speak to people from all walks of life, I've also realized that most of the time from, and most church leaders will bear with mm -hmm. me, that people actually take truth differently from the church environment than the corporate environment. Right. Uh, right. I've realized that what people get offended of in the corporate quote-unquote mm -hmm. realm, mm -hmm. when that same truth is communicated to them mm -hmm. from, let's say, the church environment, or for some reason, offense kicks yeah. in. The devil is and, behind it. <laughs> it's like the devil. I don't think it's always the devil. I think it's just <laughs> it's just people not ready to listen to this kind right. of truth and um, uh, not ready to really come to a place of consensus that, this is truth right. and I need to deal with it and I need to handle it and I need to swallow it. I need to work with it. Um, it may take time. What I've realized is that whenever... Now, could, it, could it be that uh, in the church sometimes hmm. when truth has spoken to you, you take it hard because you take it from the stand of you are judging me. Yes. And I mean, everyone, everyone, everyone. But yet in the non-religious setting, it's more like, okay, this is just your opinion. Yeah. I mean, right? it depends on, I think this is a really, really good thing that we can right. actually go into it. One of the things that I, I can say is mm -hmm. as someone, when I was in a corporate world or in dealing with organizations, whether sitting on board and whatever it is, I've realized that what we did was that responsibilities was somehow very clear. Right. And so when mm. I come and I'm dealing with the consequences of the responsibility, it was a. easy to accept it. Mm -hmm. I've realized that from the church or from the spiritual or from the nonprofit, mm -hmm. sometimes the responsibilities was not a little bit clear. Mm -hmm. So when now one wants to correct based on unclear responsibilities, mm -hmm. then it seems like, okay, I don't even know what I'm supposed to work on, but right. I'm being corrected based well, on. So I, I truly believe sure. that that is also, so it's a, it's a, it's a mismanaged truth, I guess. Yeah. So, okay. 
it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a issue from both sides that can so be I worked think, on. I think I agree, and I think at the end of the day, you just have to know that there is spiritual preferences mm -hmm. versus spiritual principles. Okay. Which is the word of God, and mm -hmm. the preference is what you are choosing to walk in, in mm -hmm. truth. As the ultimate truth is found in Christ, and, and you that is know the truth, truth, which is the and word. The of truth God. will set you free. So we're yes. going to wrap up uh, with hard truth. We know that hard truths are present in our society. They're present in the church, the workplace, your life. You will encounter them on while you're riding on the bus. But you need to remember that the principle of truth is found in Christ, and your ability to now walk in that truth and apply that truth. Will make the hard truth tolerable and invite now this is what i will say thank you ph yes. some of the truth it will come in a nice way mm -hmm. some of them will not come in a nice way some of them it will come and catch you off guard some of them it will come in your best times one thing is realize realize that whenever you are told a truth even if you believe it is false one of the things i always tell people is that in your quiet time find out what is the degree of truth in what I perceive was fault. Because whenever a word or a correction or instruction or truth comes to you, there's a degree of truth, right? We may not be able to want to understand it at this point, but one of the things that the scripture talks about, for a moment, all disciplines are hard to swallow. But when you are trained by it, the results are amazing. Listen to this. You will know the truth. One of these days, you will receive a truth that you are not ready to receive. What it is, is that do not flare up. Do not explode. Just ask yourself and calm down and give yourself time. And if you think about it and you really reason about it, you realize that it's going to make you better. It's going to make and, you stronger. And a hard truth that most people ignore is, the hard truth about a health diagnosis hmm. and when you receive that hard truth that your heart is failing hey. that your health <laughs> is not doing well hmm. that you have a certain amount of time given to you to live wow this hard truth are not to be discussed you run to god mm -hmm. and you run to the place of prayer Wow. And you now give this hard truth to the one who is able to help to you. Help you. Because there's certain hard truths that only him can help you with. Wow. Yes. Well, we wish we can discuss all yeah. the hard truth that you've gone through, yes. that you are going through, that you are about to go through. But this is just a, a, a guideline to help you that that there are things that are truth that are yeah. hard to swallow. And we all have to face it one day or a day in our life. And That's we right. hope that this has been a blessing yes. to you. Listen to me. The greatest hard truth that you have to accept is that one day there is heaven and there is hell. That's right. And that you is the greatest hard truth. There's yes. a heaven and there's, there's a hell. A hell. Yeah. And the way to avoid hell is that you accept Jesus. You make it as your Lord and Savior. He yes. comes to your heart. He's your Lord. And so maybe you can pray that quick prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, come into come my heart. Into my heart. Be my Lord. Yes. I accept that you are the truth mm -hmm. and you've set me free today. Yes. I am forgiven and from today, write my name in the book of life. Yes. I'm yours forever in Jesus' name. Amen. Serve the Lord Jesus. That's Go the truth. Go ahead and like, subscribe, and share this video and bring us your comments and you will see us very soon. 
I'm PH and you are PG. And this is Answer with the Answer. Let's go. Let's go.